Have you ever heard of TED? As in TED Talks? You may be thinking, TED Talks, what the heck is that? Never heard of it before. Well, TED is basically a bunch of talks about changing the world, about presenting ideas. And maybe you're thinking, okay, yeah, Tim, but presenting ideas is not that original idea. It's not a big thing. So what? Presenting ideas. True. Good point. But it's how Ted presents the ideas that makes them so different. Ted is a way of getting their speakers to speak in a way that pulls audience in, gets them involved, gets them listening, gets them paying attention in a way that's different from pretty much any other talks. You see, most talks are pretty much lectures. And you've probably experienced those, where someone just talks about it and says, well, we need to do this and we need to do that. And the talk goes on and on and on. You're thinking, okay, yeah, whatever. And if it gets too boring, you stand up and you walk right out of there. If it's a business talk where you have to be there, you're there, but you get a little resentful. You get a little upset. You're thinking, another stupid talk, nothing to do with me. It goes on and on. Why am I even here? And that's a kind of feeling you get in these sort of talks. And the problem about that, of course, is that if you're at a talk where you feel resentment or upset or anger or something, then you're not really receptive. You're not really open to what's being discussed. However, TED Talks are different. In a TED Talk that people go to, they want to be there, for one thing. The other thing is that there's an idea that's going to be shared. And it's going to be shared in such a way that it really pulls people in and gets them involved and gets them interested. And that's the thing that's unique about TED and TED Talks. And the thing about it is, is that there is a, there's a method. It's a different approach that TED takes as opposed to a normal talk. So TED only one thing. And your normal talk is something else. Your normal talk will be kind of boring, sort of a lecture, just kind of droning on and on and on. But a TED Talk does something different. There are specific techniques. There's a process that goes on in a TED Talk that engages the audience right from the very beginning, that get, pulls people in and gets them interested right from the beginning of the talk. And it's something that makes TED Talks special. And that's why many speakers today are saying, hey, I want to get a TED Talk. I want to start doing a TED Talk. What they mean is they want to get the TED organization or the TEDx organization to invite them to do this type of talk with a receptive, open, inviting, interesting audience. But it's more than just the location. A TED Talk is more than just going to a location and doing an office at that particular location called TED. That's not what it's all about. It's more than that. In fact, it's so much more than that, so complicated, that for the TED Talks, they actually have people who talk them through what they're going to be talking, how they're going to be talking. They have speech coaches that coach them specifically in how to engage and approach and involve and bring their audience in. And in understanding how to do this process, speakers are able to transform themselves from being kind of more lecturers, sort of pushing information out, 
to being creators of ideas or sharers of ideas that kind of pull people in. It's just a whole different approach, a whole different method. And it's a different process. And so today you're going to find out about that TED Talks process. Now the whole process is mother convoluted. It takes a long, long time. There's a lot of things involved with it. But there are three basic steps in the process that if you start doing this with your speakers, with your speeches, will start pulling your audience in the same way a TED talk pulls the audience in. We'll start getting your audience involved and pull them in there so thinking, oh, okay, yeah, that, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I think that, that could be something that, I, that I'll pay attention to. All, TED is about is simply spreading ideas, ideas worth mentioning. However, in order to spread ideas in an effective way, you've got to have your audience open to it. So today you're going to learn how to open your audience up, the ideas you have using the TED method. Most speakers, when they start out in their speaking, they start out from where they're talking about, what they're thinking about. They're kind of living in their own head. And they put this speech together based on what they know, what they're thinking about, and they're like, okay, I know this stuff, I know how this stuff works. And they just kind of lay it out that way. So speech is kind of something that if you're in the know, if you understand what's going on, then you can get involved in the speech, then you can kind of get, okay, yeah, I see where this is going. But if you don't know what's going on, if you have no clue really where the speaker is or what the jargon means, you can just get completely and, and totally confused. And that's the first step of TED that TEDs avoid. By doing this first step, you avoid that problem with the audience. You avoid that issue. You do things a little bit differently. Where most speakers are going to kind of start in their own head, with a TED talk, from the point of view of the audience, you want to start where they are. Start where they are. Instead of starting from your own point of view, like, oh, I know all this stuff, and of course everybody knows this, yeah, obviously. Instead you start from where the audience is. Right where the audience is. Who is your audience? Who is out there? And how are you going to really start about what they know? In general, it's best to assume the audience knows very little, maybe nothing, if you have a complex subject. If you have a complex subject, your audience probably knows very, very little about it. Sure, there may be some people who specialize that, who major in that, but unless you have an audience of all people who majored in the subject of your speech, then you're going to need to start where that audience is and kind of work your way from there. If you are giving a speech to all doctors, then it's all right to use medical terms. Medical terms, medical phrases, because all the doctors will understand and get those medical terms. On the other hand, if you're speaking to people who aren't doctors and you want to use medical terms, you've got to start where the audience is. And that means you've got to start with things that they recognize. Things they understand. And then what you can do is you can take things the audience already knows and compare them to things that you're talking about. So you start with the known. You start with what your audience gets or where the audience is where they are, and then you can compare that to something in the doctor world, or whatever world it is your speech is about. So you can start with the audience and say, well, you all know about a house. Well, the thing I'm talking about is sort of like a house in this way and that way, etc. So you start with the common thing, and you compare it to something else. Now, maybe you're thinking, well, geez, that's kind of dumbing everything down, is it? I mean, you can't presume your audience is stupid. 
it's not that your audience is stupid, it's just that they aren't necessarily smart in the things that you're smart about. Your audience knows a lot amongst them. Probably a lot more than you in certain areas. Certainly somebody out there knows more than you about certain things. But they won't be smart in the same areas that you are. They'll be smart in different areas. And since everybody in your audience is going to be smart in different areas, when you're trying to talk about something for the whole audience, get them all on board, you've got to start with, okay, what is something the audience entirely knows about? So if you have an audience, you think, well, what are some of the things they have in common? Well, they probably know what a house is. Probably know what a car is. So those are things you compare to. It's like a car. It's like a house. And then you link that into your, in your speech subject. By starting where they are, the audience doesn't suddenly have to take this leap and understand, oh, here's a jargon, here's this complex stuff going on. They can instead say, oh, yeah, I know what that is. I get what that is. Oh, you're talking about something similar to that. Okay, I can understand how that goes, what that's about. Now, in starting where they are, remember, you don't want to talk down to the audience. Say, well, you know, uh, you're not smart enough to handle all the stuff I do, so <coughs> I'm going to dumb it down for you idiots. That's a good way to get physically assaulted on the stage. Don't want to start there. But do start with what people know and what people understand. You kind of start where they are and then you work from there. Now, it doesn't mean your speech doesn't end up where they are. The idea is you start where they are, and then you'll gradually build more knowledge. Your audience will become smarter and understand things, and at the end of it, they will get this complex subject you're trying to discuss because you started where they are, and you kind of build on that and build on that and build on that. You've got to have a good starting place, a place that's going to involve your whole audience, everyone gets it and thinks, oh, yeah, okay, all right, I, I get that, all right. Yeah, explain more to me. So... First step is start where they are. All right. Now you started where they are. You started right where the audience is. They're starting to understand what you're talking about. Like, okay, yeah, I get that. I understand how that works. That's a good step. That's a good step in the right direction. To make your talk more TED-like, more friendly, more audience engaging, want to think about something else, something that audience naturally has. Because you start where they are, that's good, but if you just continue starting where they are, the audience is going to think, yeah, okay, I know where this is going, yeah, same sort of stuff, boring, boring, boring. Your audience will lose interest. They just kind of wander off in their own mind. They think, well, yeah, what else is going on? Okay, I gotta, you know, do the lawn, this thing that's going on. Your audience starts wandering off the mind, that's not good. So you want to make sure after you start where they are, you want to make them curious. Make them curious. Starting where they are is a good place. Good place to start. The audience gets it, they understand it, it's a common language you have there. Wonderful. But if your audience is going to go any further, they've got to get interested in what you're talking about. They've got to have the same interest and excitement and enthusiasm about the topic as hopefully you, the speaker, do. And the best way to do that is to make people curious. You may have heard, curiosity killed the cat. Common phrase. And while curiosity did kill the cat, it's true, nevertheless there is something about us that is like that cat. There's something about us that's always curious, always wanting to understand more. Always understand and get more. That's why the curiosity about things and messing around with things you don't know can be dangerous. True. There nevertheless is a sense of us that we want to learn more. 
We want to find out. We want to figure out what things are. What happens most of the time is people figure, well, they know everything. Yeah, I've been around for years. I know how things work. I know how the world works. That's fine. And so people have kind of lost their curiosity about things. They aren't that interested. Yeah, I know how the world works. Everything is. So you as a speaker, your job is to make them curious. Make them think, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, tell me more about that. How's that going to work? By making them curious, you pull people in. So you could say something like, you might think that the only way to make a million dollars is to be born a millionaire. But actually, there's a simple thing you can do to make it much more likely for you to get that million dollars you want. And you're thinking, tell me more! Tell me more! In fact, that's what you want the audience's reaction to be. That's why you make them curious. You want your audience to think, tell me more. Tell me more. And then you give them a little more, and then you tease a little bit more. You make them curious. Make them curious all the way through by little teases. You give a little hint at something, and they think, oh, okay. And a little hint at something more, a little hint at something more. And each time they're thinking, oh, okay, but what's, what's that next part? Where's that going to go? How's that going to fit together? Make them curious. And that automatically separates you from most speakers. Most speakers just say, okay, here's the stuff. Boom, 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 that's it. Sometimes people tell you at the very beginning, okay, here's how everything works. Now I'm going to lay out all the steps. You're thinking, you just told me everything in the beginning. I got it. Here's the whole thing. Bam, bam, bam. Got it. Fine. I'm done. Because your audience gets what it wants right up front. Here's a three-step process. Here's the three steps. Okay, now I'm going to explain more about them. They don't care. They've gotten what they wanted. I wanted the three steps. I got all three steps. I'm stopping listening. However, if you make them curious, there are three steps. We're going through these three steps. Well, here's one step. All right, here's another step. Oh, here's a third step. Make them curious for each one, for each time they're thinking, oh, that's the first step. What about the second step? Is? Oh, second step. What about the third step? is? Make them and keep them curious all the way through your presentation, and that already will separate you from most speakers. Are you thinking, oh, geez, unlike most boring speakers out there, at least I'm a little interested in this. I want to find out more. Oh, tell me more. I want, to, I want to find out more about what this speaker knows about things. It sounds like they know something. And I want to figure out what it is before I decide whether it's a big deal or not. But at least I want to know. I want to figure it out. So make sure you make them curious. All right. Now you start where they are. You start where they are, which is great. Getting people interested. They're saying, okay, yeah, all right. I understand what you're going there. And then even more, you're making them curious. You're making them curious. And they start thinking, oh, well, how could this be? And how could that be? And how is this all this thing going to get together? And that, those are good, a good two steps. A very good two steps. There's something that's missing a little bit about when you actually get to what you're talking about. And the problem that most speakers have is most speakers just kind of overwhelm their audience. Okay, all right, we'll start where you are. All right, yeah, you're a little curious. And now then, bam, they just dump all this stuff on them. But instead of just dumping everything, remember to introduce concepts individually. Introduce concepts individually. 
What that means is instead of just lining up a whole bunch of jargon and just like letting it all go, it's like, all right, I dart away you are, I made you curious, and now bam, here's everything. And most speakers do that. They'll finally get to the part and say, well, of course, here's the first step, and the step leads to the second step, second step leads to the third step, and the third is the fourth step, and then you have to individually differentiate between the two steps because, of course, the parcel is busy, go on and on and on. And you're sitting there in the audience thinking, what's happening up here? It's crazy. It's like trying to follow popcorn popping, where one pops, and another kernel pops, and another kernel pops, and they're all exploding all over the place. You're like, I can't handle all this stuff. So introduce concepts individually. Every new concept, every new idea you have in there, introduce it fully. Explain the whole thing, and then, hey, you got that? All right, now we're going to go on to a new thing. In the simplest way to say, Tim, thinking, Tim, what's a concept? What are you talking about? Well, if you have a really important piece of information that people have to understand to get to another piece of information, really introduce those different pieces of information very carefully, especially if they're medical or if they're legal or if they have some sort of degree of complexity about them. So in other words, if this is something that a person on the street would just say, oh yeah, I know what that is then really lay out the concepts. This means understanding the steps, understanding step by step by step. You introduce the concepts eventually. So you get this concept. Okay, understand that? Great. All right, now let's talk about this. Got that? Fine. Now let's go over to here. And as you do those concepts individually, then people say, oh, I get that. All right, okay, and that one leads to this one. All right, that one's to this one. And what that means is your speech will tend to be a little longer than you thought it, it is. Because a lot of people just kind of, a lot of speakers just roll that stuff out. It says, bam, 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 bam. Yeah, there we are. Five minutes. That's how you create a nuclear reactor, okay? Five minutes, bam, 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 bam. All right, done. Now it's just thinking, wait a minute. I don't understand any of that word. I don't understand anything fits together. So introducing concepts individually kind of tests you on your logical abilities. Okay, what's the first part of it? What do I have to know to understand this? So just if you ask yourself, okay, here's what I'm talking about. What do I have to know to understand this? Oh, I gotta understand this. What do I have to know to understand that? Oh, I gotta understand this. And how far back can you get to get something? Okay, the audience understands that. And I can start from there or make some sort of comparison, some sort of metaphor. It's like this, and then gradually. Each concept will lead to a whole new direction. Because especially if you're talking about something complex, you're trying to use a very complex idea, you can do that in a speech. But only if you take time really to step the audience through it. And that's really what it is. Understanding what are all the different moving parts in this idea you're talking about. If you don't understand the moving parts, you think, oh, okay, bam, you just drop it and that's it. But people have to understand, okay, where does that come from? Where does that come? Where does that come from? And that means you have to leave, which means your speech will tend to get longer because each concept will have to be explained in a pretty good detail. And I'll take a little bit of time to explain, okay, here's the concept, okay, you got that concept, good, all right. Here, that leads to, understand that, then you go to the next concept here, and the next concept here. Introduce them individually and show how they all kind of link together, and then people will get that idea. So make sure you introduce concepts individually.
All right, as mentioned, there's a lot of other things, of course, in TED, but just to get your audience involved, just to get your audience interested, there's three steps you can use will really help, help that audience interconnection and give you more of a TED-like talk to your speech. And the first thing is to start where they are. Start where they are. Well, most speakers will start way above their audience's head and just go way up in the clouds and you can't just go, what the heck they're talking about up here? Start right where the audience is. Now, since your audience is large, presumably, even if you have five or six or seven people, that's five or six, seven different points of view, you've got to start with, what do all these people have in common? It's always your question about the audience. What do they all have in common? Once you understand that, you can start where the audience is. Now, some people will be considerably more advanced than that. Some people will be less advanced than that. But at least they'll have this, this common point of, okay, we all get that. Regardless of whether it's a really brilliant person in your audience or not as brilliant person in your audience, is it, we all get that. There's some basic things that people will understand, like a car or like a house. Those people, things people get. And you can use a metaphor compared to the known to get the audience to move and develop and grow. So start where they are. And then once you start where they are, make them curious. Make them curious. Because just saying, okay, here's where everything is, here's how everything fits together, that's it, boom, we're done, doesn't work. You want your audience to actually say, tell me more. Because if your audience is thinking, tell me more, they're really focused, they're really paying attention. If your audience is really paying attention, that means they're starting to put things in their brain or places that really act for long-term potential. So you want to make them curious throughout your whole speech. Make them curious. They wonder, okay, what's happening next? What's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? Each part of it, by making your eyes curious and keeping them curious throughout your speech, then they'll start to pay attention and say, oh, okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, that's interesting. Tell me more. Let me find a little more of that. Let me find a little bit more about that. So make them curious in your speech. And then finally, introduce concepts individually. It can be tempting, and most speakers are tempted to just kind of just dump everything in the audience. Bam, here it is. Five to, minute, five to seven minutes about how to build a nuclear reactor. Boom! And after all, the audience is like, I don't understand any of that. I don't get it. It's because too much was explained too quickly. So slow it down, string it out. Okay, here's the first concept. Here's how it all works. Compare to the known, describe all this concept works together. Once you understand that, then you can understand this concept. See how all these things fit together. Understand that, then you can go on to the next concepts. Introducing these concepts individually and linking them together helps your audience understand. Of course, that means you, the speaker, have to really understand what you're talking about. Not enough to have kind of some sort of high-level vision of everything. You've got to understand how all of these parts interconnect. Understand how whatever you're talking about, what is the basic thing it starts from that your audience will understand, and how can you build on that and develop on that to get your audience thinking, oh, okay, yeah, all right, well, I get that. Now, what's the next part? Okay, oh, that, yeah, I get that. All right, what's the next part? And keep on going all the way through. Introduce those concepts individually. Link them all together, and then the audience can get it. Even very complex concepts, 
it's possible to share with your audience and have them understand the importance of them and you can start applying them if you take time to explain them individually. And once you start using this three-step part, three-step method, you'll start to talking in more of a TED-like way. Start to talk more of a way that's going to get people pulled in, going to get them interested in your ideas and your thoughts and where your idea is going, because you're going to share those ideas in a way the audience will be interested in and will pull in and say, oh, okay, yeah, that's really interesting. I want to hear more about that. I want to find out more about you. And people will talk to you afterwards. They'll say, hey, tell me more about that thing. I know you just introduced a few things, but how does that work? How does that really fit together? And you'll find people afterwards really engaged. They're really interested in you because you're pulling them in. You're reaching them in a way that the lecture mode simply doesn't. If you want to engage your audience, make them really interested in what you said, just use the three-step TED method.